0: I'm a local loan officer in West Palm Beach, Florida. I've been in the mortgage industry for the last eight years. I've worked in the industry throughout the country. I've closed over a thousand loans during my career, though so I've seen it all. I'm on a mission to make mortgages both entertaining and educational. Welcome to Lending with Leah. This is the podcast for anyone thinking of potentially owning in the process of buying or even owns their own home. And today we can be magical again. Yes.
1: (laughs) Last episode was scary.
0: Yeah. So
1: this is a a little more of a fun episode.
0: I agree. And hopefully you guys have been listening in on the last couple episodes, but we have Jacob Webb with us, CEO and founder of Level 10 Title. And this is going to be the last episode of our little three-week series. Yes.
1: And... My contract has been terminated. Like so the, um, <laughs> if this, We like
0: you. We'll bring you yeah, back. <laughs>
1: that's it. I've, let's see if I've earned uh, uh, the past the pilot program. Um, the um, I love this subject. We're talking about in, uh, real estate investing today, yes. and um, and I'm just going to I'm just going to share from my own experiences um, because I know like you can Google and look at YouTube, and you can look at a lot of different things and get mm-hmm. a lot of information, and then, then you have to click here to pay. And, and yeah, and then it starts. So um, uh, I'm excited about sharing, just some of the things I've been involved with. And, and, and I shared in in episode one about uh, I've I've got six kids. And, um, and so we've got, they're they're grown and or teenagers, and they're all a couple of them are thinking about houses and things like that mm-hmm. and so i've had some pretty frank conversations with them about um, maybe what they're going to need to do to realize that dream of homeownership. so um, but thinking about it with an investor mindset i yes. think is important and i think that's what we'll dive into today so i'm excited yeah. to be back for number three
0: whoop, whoop, whoop. Yay. <laughs>
1: so positive
0: it has to be, especially well, no, after no, last no, week's no. episode. We need a little pick-me-up. Last
1: week was scary. I went and saw my therapist. It was just <laughs> rough. So it's good to be back and doing this again. So, all right. So where do we want to start?
0: I think, I, I love what you mentioned, like getting into the investor mindset, because yeah. there's a lot of people out there that want to be homeowners. Yeah. They don't really want to be home investors. right? And they separate the two, but really if all you want to do is own your own primary home, you're still an investor. Yeah, and it's thinking it, of it is it that an way.
1: investment. I think everybody has been taught that um, uh, it's a way to build wealth and mm-hmm. a way to build. Um, it's just the path is so different from like when Jean and I got married, like we were married and and like we had purchased our home that we were going to live in that we lived in for 20 years. We purchased it like two weeks before our, our, our wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was just different back then, right? It was just a different mentality, a different mindset. And, um, but it was a, a, a mechanism for building wealth and security for you and your family. And so um, my hopes with a show like this today is to, to, to get people to think that I can do this. Mm-hmm. Like I can. So and there's certain different mindsets if you already own a home and you're looking to do real estate investing. That's one mindset. Yep. And then if you're if you don't own a home, um, and you would like to purchase your first home, um, then that's a different mindset, right? And so the, the different directions. So I'll just start with like the conversations I'm having with with my kids.
0: Yeah, um, I think that's a great place to start. So
1: one of our um, uh, adopted daughters, uh, Shamika lives in Tampa, she's a great job. Um, and like struggling to buy a home, like, mm-hmm. just can't buy a home. So we're now talking about, like, homebuyer assistance programs and things like that. And then this is not the right show for that because this is more geared towards investing. But I threw out the idea of um, like an FHA, like multifamily mm-hmm. type of thing. And I just said, I've never done this. But this is how I would do it, Shamika, I would buy a, a duplex, a triplex, um and i would rent out two sides and i would live in a third mm-hmm. and um you can hire a management company they don't even have to know you're the owner right and just yeah. manage through a management company but that's like a different path right that's a little bit outside of the box and you want yeah, to be definitely
0: a little more creative
1: right thinking and so but there is there are ways to think about things like that right um there's ways to um like with the prices being the way they are everybody wants to get a good deal and how do I find the deals and Mm -hmm. I had a class I taught earlier today where like that's one of the questions is like where can I find um a list of foreclosures like sellers that are selling foreclosures and I was like yeah, that, that's not a thing. There's no yeah. list. The seller's not, the fore, somebody's getting foreclosed on, they're losing their home. They may be trying to sell it to salvage it, but mm-hmm. they're maybe not necessary. So there's not like a list like that,
0: right? Yeah, you can't just go out right. and be like, oh, there it is.
1: So um, there's opportunities for people, and we're talking more about your first time home buyer,
0: mm-hmm. younger
1: crowd type of um, person to say, like, how do I do this, right? I know of people that buy live in it, and then live in it for a year and then sell it, and then they buy another one live in it. You know, it depends on what you want to do. But there's a way to do it. Um, But you you just have to kind of line everything up the hardest part. And I don't think the hardest part is finding the money to do it personally. I used to think that was the hardest part. That's I think normal. a lot
0: of people think that's the hardest part. If
1: it's a good deal, like
0: mm-hmm.
1: you can you can find the money, right? And it's just about connecting with the right people and getting it out there. I think the hardest part is finding the deal. And I think invariably mm-hmm. what happens to most people is they 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 force themselves into a deal maybe they shouldn't and and so finding the deal is the hardest part and the like the deals aren't they're not going to be necessarily there are deals on the MLS but they're not necessarily going to be on the MLS
0: when we were talking about this you brought up such a good point you said if there is a deal on the MLS everyone sees it it. right and everyone wants it because it's a deal
1: yeah so I had one we put under contract uh, about a week ago it's more than a week ago a couple weeks ago and Um, and it was an MLS deal. And then I tried to renegotiate and Mm -hmm. it just didn't happen. And I just stuck to my guns. I'm like, no, sorry, I'm backing out. I'm done Uh, because my numbers are my numbers. And, but because it was on the MLS, um, they just had so many other opportunities with buyers that were willing to, to do it. The other one from an investment standpoint is, so the house that I'm living in right now is, um, it was such a great deal, but it needs a lot of work.
0: Mm-hmm. But it was
1: livable, right? Yep. And and then we're just we'll fix. It. So that's there's opportunities out there for people for things oh, like that.
0: Well, and I can talk on that because actually just today, I was finally, finally got an opportunity to run some quotes on a renovation loan. Okay. For someone, so they have them in all the different yep. FHA, VA, conventional this particular case we were doing a FHA yep. renovation loan is what we're looking yep. into can literally take the home down to the foundation. That's crazy. As long as you keep the existing foundation
1: like the footprint
0: the footprint of the home yeah. you're good you can even add on wow. additions to it. So my client is going in they're looking at a really rundown yeah really rundown home that also normally would not qualify yeah. for an FHA loan but because we're doing an FHA renovation loan, she found a home 50,000 less than what she's pre-approved right. for, we can put 50,000 in the renovation. Rehab. Yep. And- So,
1: but there are opportunities out there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, and I'm gonna be very honest, they're hard to find. Like, but that's the way it should be. Like, if they weren't hard to find, everybody would be doing it. And so- yeah so there's opportunities i think for people to get involved in real estate investing that have never purchased a home before and it's going to be just what the game plan is
0: can you give people some different insights into things you might do or you've heard other people do to find the deals like
1: so when i i got into title i i I did it as a i shared this story today i was a teacher at at a local middle school And, um, I just, we wanted my wife to not have to work and I just, there's no way I could pull it off on a teacher salary. So I started flipping houses in the summertime. And the goal was like, if I do it
0: Uh and it
1: works, I won't go back to teaching. And if I don't do it, I'll just go back. That was my fallback to go back to teaching. And, you know, that was what, 18 years ago. So it, it worked. Um, Mm -hmm. so that was, that was our thing. Um, for me, um, I I, so I had always sort of been in that mentality, and it sort of parlayed into title and the things that I'm doing now, but I'm very, uh, very much interested in like, just finding good deals doing. um, I I don't know, it's, I I don't want to, I don't want it all fixed up and sparkly and shiny, like you
0: pay a price tag for it,
1: I want a deal. And Mm -hmm. the, the only way so to find the deals it's i used to drive neighborhoods and uh-huh. like knock on doors like i used to knock on doors and <gasps> like um but i'm looking for the dumpiest house in the mm-hmm. whole neighborhood now i have i have guidelines like i don't want this i want that i want you know what i'm saying yeah i the first house that we moved into um, the, um, it's a crazy story, but we were, um, it was a mess. It was a mess and Gina couldn't see it, but I could see it. Uh-huh. And so we, we couldn't make the numbers work. And we were volunteering at, um, a football game concession stand. And the lady comes up to the concession, this is a real story This really happened. The lady comes up to the concession stand. She's like, Hey, where do I know you from? And I'm like, we thought for a second. I said, I think we looked at your house. She goes, are you still interested? Mm. She goes, we just, I, I said, we haven't found a house. She said, we just dropped the price 35000 And I said, yeah, I'll be there tomorrow. And I wound up buying that house and living in it for 20 years. And, but, Dang. but it was, they had, my wife, they had chickens living in the house. They had, it was a mess. Ew, the lady. Ew. The lady had this countertops that were this wild colors and she she said they do it cuz it hides the dirt. And Oh.
0: God. So when like, you, then you know there's a yeah, lot of dirt yeah. when yeah. someone says, says that.
1: Why do you want to hide the dirt? Like don't you want to <laughs> clean the dirt? So that's the type of house. So um so those are but that's just me. That's my mentality is but I I was driving neighborhoods um I was, well, I'll tell you what I was not doing was looking on the MLS, not that there's anything wrong with it, but mm-hmm. I'm looking for something else And most of the deals and you'll find, and it's going to be a, coming through people, you know, and, and people are like, well, why would somebody ever want to sell a home for, for less than what it's worth? There's a million reasons why, like there's, there's millions of reasons why somebody would just they want to get rid of a home and we don't have time I to. I have into a it.
0: funny short story on Perfect. that Let's that I go. think ties into the last two weeks of episodes so husband and wife yeah got divorced yep and the wife uh was gonna get I don't know half of whatever the okay. home was for so the husband to screw over the wife also screwed over himself and sold a very expensive home for for pretty much the value of the mortgage <laughs> to break even on it. I know about
1: that. <laughs> I, I would have bought that house so
0: <laughs> just so the wife could get anything from it. So
1: you nailed it, though. There's a million reasons why. Mm-hmm. Um, I just bought a house that we just flipped. This is a true story that happened th- four months ago. I we bought the house four months ago we flipped it and sold it last Friday. Okay, just congratulations. It it was turned out great. I know somebody who put an offer on it at at Uh 600,000. It's a divorce situation, 600,000, then it was 550. Um, I offered 470 pay all the closing costs. But when it came to me, they were, they were required by a judge to have it under contract for their next um, uh, court date.
0: To uh. have it under contract,
1: that was on a Friday. They brought this deal to me on a Thursday, and so I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you four seventy. I'll pay all the closing costs." And the wife was negotiating with me from the courthouse, <clears throat> like, oh and their hearing. <laughs> And they were at such odds; mm-hmm. um, they like couldn't agree on anything. And so I wound up getting that deal, and we wound up it wound up being one of the biggest deals I've ever done. And four or five months before that, they had an offer for 100, 150 more than what I offered them. And so there's just there, but the only way you're going to find them is you just got to start digging, yeah, right. But you got to know what you're looking for, like you got to know what it is you want what you're looking for. Um, now, if you own a home, and you're trying to get into the investing game, then you just got to decide what you're trying to do. Are you mm-hmm. trying to flip? Are you trying to do Do you want to do a rental and a hold? Um, you know, where's, where's the opportunity for you? Like, as far as what you yep. want to do, because you'll run all over the place. And the other thing is, is it's hard to start, right? It's yeah. hard to start. My recommendation is like, Get a partner, like partner up with somebody, right? Mm -hmm. Figure out a a game plan, work together with somebody. Um, I've owned a few different businesses. I've always had partners, always. I'm a big believer in, like, I like the collective group.
0: We Um, work better together. I mean, humans are, by nature, we are relational. Right. We're not meant to do life alone. So who thinks we're meant to do business alone? If
1: you're trying to start an a real estate investing, flipping business where you're like, I'm going to do a business. Yeah. That's hard. That's, that's hard. Yeah. That's a really hard, sustainable sort of thing. If <laughs> I haven't flipped the house in 10 years. Oh, wow. And I saw my, this is true story. Disclaimer. What, what, um, what, here no, that's the wrong one.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> True story. I saw my tax bill a year ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What the heck?" Like I was like floored. Uh-huh. Like just a little taken. I don't want to get into anything with anybody about anything. Yep. Politics I don't care about all that. I saw my tax bill and I'm like, "What?" And I told Gina, I go, "I'm going to have to flip a house a year and you, just to pay taxes."
0: That's insane.
1: I said, that's what I'm going to have. And I hadn't done something in so long. And that's really what this deal was. It was like, it was a deal.
0: To pay my taxes. To pay my
1: taxes. Now, I'm going to have to pay taxes on that money, which is fine. But, and so then, so if you are watching this and listening, and you can do a deal a year. That can be done. Um, It's going to be coming up with your plan and your attack and how you want to do it. But a deal a year um so i'll be very transparent the deal that i just did um i was a very small percentage player in the transaction 17 percent mm. to be exact um and um, you had partners because i had partners i didn't put a so i want you to hear me when i say this i could have put money in but i didn't i didn't put any money in this deal uh, i had no financial risk I had time and effort, or whatever. Uh huh. Um, The deal was so big that I was okay with that. Does that Mm -hmm. make sense, like to me? Yeah. So I found the deal, and it was so good. I had people banging down my doors trying to be the guys to 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 fund it, and I just said, you know, I'm not. I'm not going to fund any of it. Mm -hmm. And somebody's like, well, hey, do you? Yeah, you guys keep the whole thing for. But that's not. That's just not. You know, this was a big deal. Like, like you know, we were into it for six hundred thousand. My kids still want to eat.
0: Yeah, that's a a lot of money. Yeah,
1: so so for us, it just made more sense to like bring a partner. So that's really what I want to encourage people to do. Is like, if you find something, like you know, call me. I'll I'll talk to you. I'll talk to anybody about a real estate deal, like an Mm -hmm. investment deal. But if you may have an agent friend or you they can come see you or it just depends on what you want to do, but it is doable. And, Mm -hmm. and so for you, it might be just like, let me try to do one. Yeah. Like, and not like, I still have my, everybody's got a side hustle now. So, you know, just like, just my start small and something like find a deal, but you're going to find it in your neighborhood. You're going to find it in, Mm -hmm. in, you're talking to this person and you're talking to that person. And, and, um, now i did a class this morning that was teaching them how to structure the deals that's a whole nother conversation this one's more about encouraging you to not be afraid of it to not but also i'm gonna caution you can we tell cautionary
0: yeah
1: (gasps) i'm gonna tell a cautionary tale so um i lost the reason i had the reason i table i I was shelved for 10 years is i lost money on two deals that were like Mm. like change your family type of losses so and a lot of that was because um i wasn't real with the numbers i was sort of glamorizing Mm -hmm. if that makes sense like you're you're over inflating the whole thing and one of them i wound up giving back to a bank like like you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and um, very expensive education, for sure. And
0: well, and I tell people if they're looking to run numbers, because right now, Airbnb is a big thing. Yes. Short-term rentals or seasonal rentals, yep. especially here in Florida, are a big thing. <coughs> and I tell people if you like with investing, if this is an investment property the numbers are all that matter, get a motion out of it. And run your numbers based on an annual rental. Yeah. Because if you run it for seasonal, if the, or you... if the numbers
1: work on an annual rental, they're going to work on a on a seasonal. Yeah. Right. So you got to be able to make those numbers work. Right.
0: Because I've heard horror stories of people they go they run their numbers based on Airbnb and seasonal and they can't get it. Yeah. And
1: so I had, now a, they're, I had a deal I'm going to share. I just closed it last week. It's for somebody else. Um, but they come to me for advice all the time. And so it's a million dollar property. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably worth two when they fix it up and done. And it's done. Uh, they got very expensive money to buy the deal. Um, so What do you
0: mean when you say expensive money? It's
1: hard money. Okay. Hard money. Um, like... I think at the end of that, like they were going to, because it's a big six month minimum project, they were going to be like, oh, the, like 200 grand or something like that. Like big money. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Big money. So I said, Hey, what are you guys going to do with this thing? Like, what's the game plan? They've been investing for maybe a year together as a team, maybe a little longer. Um, They said, we're going to Airbnb it. Like, you guys are going to Airbnb a million dollar property? And, and they said, yeah. They said the numbers work. I'm sure they do. I don't know. I didn't look into yeah. it. But I said, maybe rethink that. I said, if you sold it, even if you brought on a partner, in, and I didn't want to be involved in the project. I was just trying to help them. Um, but if you sold it, you guys would probably make, you're part of it, you guys would probably make 200 grand each. If you did this the right way, I said. If you Airbnb it, like obviously there's risk involved, but I said that's that's not where you guys are at in your investment world, right? You guys are just starting out. Mm -hmm. Take the win. The two hundred thousand dollar take home is a win for you guys, and and maybe ten years from now you guys can do something like that.
0: So Mm -hmm.
1: I think that's part of it is just understanding like where you're at, what, you know, I'm all about, I'm gonna use a baseball analogy. Like I'm all about, I used to swing for the fences on everything, mm-hmm. but in baseball, the guys that hit the most home runs strike out the most, right, so, yeah. so my, yeah problem was, I just shared with you about how I had to give a house back to the bank, my problem was, is that I had already struck out so much that I couldn't afford any more strikeouts. And then you Mm -hmm. got like, like, guys that just put the ball in play and just base hit base hit. Uh, They don't strike out as much, right. And so that's how my investment world changed where it was like, I just want to put the ball in play. I don't need home runs. I just want to base hit base hit and then every now and then one of them goes over the fence and yeah. so that's really the mindset and so that's but that's you the only you just mentioned it the only way to do that is you got to keep your emotions out of it like 100 percent out of it
0: i get clients and they get so emotional sometimes and i'm i have to remind them i'm like this this is an investment you're not going to right live here which also though Interestingly enough, is a potential cue for going back to last week's episode. Yeah. Um, fraud. Yes. Occupancy fraud. Yep. And usually people think of it as for primary homes, but with investments, especially when you're doing a mortgage, yep, you get to use rental income to help offset the debt, regardless regardless if there's a tenant in there or right. not.
1: Right. Right.
0: Um, so what I actually ended up finding out in this person's case is the reason they were so emotional is because they really weren't planning for it to be an investment property
1: oh. they
0: were planning on living in it to, to use to the use rental primary
1: mm-hmm. but they wanted the um,
0: the rental income they, so they could qualify for more
1: oh. yeah but we weren't gonna scare anybody today. <laughs> that was the, whole, the, whole, the whole point was that, that, um, I, I I don't know what else we have down here I put it's a. Yeah, we did talk about like the deals are probably not on the MLS. Um,
0: yeah,
1: so, Financing options I think would be important.
0: To yeah. Talk about. yeah. So talking on financing, I just kind of mentioned it, right? You yeah. do get to use, if you're purchasing a home as an investment property, yeah. you get to use rental income to help offset the debt. Yeah. That's a great bonus. Yep. What's not a great bonus is that the minimum down payment requirements for traditional <laughs> Investment purchase financing. Can
1: I guess? I don't actually know.
0: Take a guess. Can I
1: guess? Yeah. So traditional investment financing.
0: Yeah, like um, say a conventional 30%, investment loan. Thirty. Not quite that much. Okay. of usually um, a one unit is fifteen percent. Okay. Minimum, but your for interest, an investment property. Yeah, if it's a one unit property. Okay. However, you're. Interest rate and the fees associated with that rate the points are so astronomically through the roof
1: Like you, what's that like two points Through the <laughs> roof more?
0: I'm talking like oh you're gosh. probably paying five points for a no rate uh, Yeah,
1: Whoa. Okay, it's awful. You may not want to do that
0: uh, So and if you do a two to four unit, it's 25% down. Okay minimum,
1: which that makes sense But the points aren't as bad
0: the points aren't as bad because you're doing 25%. So let me down. ask
1: you this. This is a good, so I'm going to, I just took over the show. I'm going to, I'm going to ask the <laughs> questions
0: now. Ooh, um, we haven't had a yeah, show takeover yeah. before.
1: <laughs> um, So, I mean, can somebody get an investment loan on like a multifamily? And like this whole idea I was talking to my kids about, mm-hmm. like, is that a doable thing?
0: Yes. If so, there's, there's a way around it, right? Mm-hmm. FHA and the reason FHA is so cool, in my opinion, so it is primary home only, Right. but if you're gonna live in one of the units and do a multifamily home, right. you get to use a rental income from the other units right. to offset. FHA is the only type where you can still do the three and a half percent down. Let's flip it, let's say you're gonna do a conventional loan, same thing, primary home, multifamily, your minimum down payment now just jumped to 15%. Right. For a primary on a two unit, 25%.
1: But everything will be the same. Like you'll have MPI, you'll have like, all of that will be the same as a regular FHA loan. Yep. But somebody could get into something. So you you might want to make sure that it's a home you can rent out and that's desirable. Yeah. and, And I think it's such a good option. It's just a smart way to do it.
0: And there's one other thing with FHA though to for people to keep in mind hmm so duplexes your two units that's the gold standard in my opinion okay once you get into three and four units FHA has a little sneaky rule it's called the self-sufficiency rule. you
1: gotta be able to carry it
0: you gotta be able to yeah. carry it and you won't know if you can carry it until the <laughs> appraiser comes back and tells you what Rental value you can use. Yeah. So you are going to assume a little bit more of a risk trying to purchase FHA on a three or four unit. That self sufficiency rule is not in place on a right. two unit.
1: There's there's a bunch of different ways to to do this. I think yeah. is what we're trying to learn here. And and you're not like there's your investment flips. Um, but I I don't have any rental properties. But I have a feeling I have um, three of our kids that are, that are getting to that age where Mm -hmm. they're thinking about buying a home. And I think, I think, um, this multifamily, even the duplex is the smart way to go. But we also can't be married to that because you gotta, you gotta go where the deal is. Like you gotta find the deal. Right. And I think that's the most important thing is to, to find the right deal for you. Um, Then it also depends on on where you live right Mm -hmm. that makes a difference but there are deals out there
0: yeah and one thing i will say too when it comes to financing investment properties nine times out of ten and i'm i'm a loan officer i'm not going to recommend traditional financing Mm -mm. for investment properties it eats up so much money because you have such large down payment yeah. requirements. You know. Well,
1: it used to be you couldn't get a multifamily FHA like for an investment like at 3% down. Like you couldn't do no, that before. No. They were like 30% down like type of loans, mm-hmm. right? Hard money even was at mm-hmm. at like, I thought it was 65%. So you get?
0: Well, so you can get into... You know, like I don't do hard money, but we have a world that's called non-QM or non-qualified mortgage. I describe it to everyone as this medium world between traditional, conventional and hard money. So it's not quite as harsh and expensive as hard money, but it's definitely not as cheap as-
1: Harsh and expensive (laughs) is the right word. Yeah. A hundred percent.
0: But those down payment requirements tend to be even larger. Really? Now yeah. you can do more unique things with them. Like you could do, uh, it's called a DSCR loan. It's a debt service coverage ratio loan. <coughs> I've and heard of
1: that. I just didn't know that there was a an acronym for it. So, mm-hmm. okay.
0: The cool thing about those is that uh, no employment, no income, no debt to income ratio verification. What, and What's
1: the interest rate on that thing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> 12, uh, 12? 12? No, actually, they haven't been that okay. high. But I'd say you're looking a good, depending on your qualification. I've seen them be anywhere between one and a half to 4% higher than a traditional okay. conventional loan, usually with more points. Right? Too.
1: Yeah. No, that's fine. But I mean, that's, that's a cost of doing business, right? Mm-hmm. It's not you're not going to get the same type of loan. It's just good to know that there's options out there for yeah. like, people to like pull the trigger on something, because I, I I fully intend on helping the kids get into something. Yeah. Um, I would be the one that would give them the confidence to go for a duplex mm-hmm. of some sort. I don't know that they would do it or even think about it unless I brought it up.
0: It's just not traditionally, I think, thought of. And especially here, we are such a
1: excuse
0: me. Keeping up with the Joneses yeah. and champagne taste on a beer budget. So cook. it's like my number <laughs> one complaint right now is champagne taste yeah. on a beer budget.
1: You said that before. Mm-hmm. That um champagne taste on a beer budget. That is a real thing that people are struggling with. I think it's just a matter of Resetting your expectations of like what it is you can realistically start with, you know. Mm -hmm. And then also, you know, you might have to like consider your location, I think is another one. Yeah. And that's easier to do now. There's so many people working from home. Like even now doing things on the side from home that that opportunity to maybe move outside a little bit. To a little bit of a cheaper area to get into something, those opportunities are going to be there. It just Absolutely. depends on what you want to do.
0: Or even take, you know, kind of what you've been talking about too. As far as you don't need the sparkly, put together, red ribbon bow <laughs> home. I if mean, you're willing
1: to do it on your own,
0: my first home had carpet in the bathrooms.
1: I remember seeing pictures of that <laughs> home, so I carpet in the bathrooms. I don't know why you would do that. But it'd be amazing what floors and paint will do for a home. Yeah. And then you live in it. And then you just you just change it over time. Exactly. You know, and then it just depends. It depends on how you're structuring it and how you want to do it. But I just encourage everybody to build your team. Keep your eyes open. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Every neighborhood I'm in, it doesn't matter where I'm going. I'm always looking.
0: Yeah, I look.
1: I always and I instantly tall grass,
0: um, unkempt. You know, uh, yeah, paints peeling. Oh, you should I, see my neighbor. I'm always yeah. <laughs> the wild wildflower but weeds that, are running rampant.
1: Yeah, but those are the ones I'm always looking at.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Um, I was helping a guy. I mentioned it. In, I think one of the other episodes about. It. I used to own a drug rehab and I sold out and moved on, but. I was helping another guy set it up and um, set up his and he was looking for and I looked right across the street from where we were standing. And I was like these two houses that were just a mess. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we need to find out about those two houses like and so that's what I'm always looking for. And that's what you should do. You just you just got to keep your eyes open, right? Because mm-hmm. there, but there's no magical list of no. deals. There's no like, it's going to come through somebody, you know, it, it just is it's going to come through some avenue of within your circle, whether it's your neighborhood or whatever. It's just yeah. that's where it's going to come from. And and um, and you just got to be ready. So the, the smart thing to do is to meet with you kind of put the framework together. Mm-hmm. Maybe meet with me, like get some ideas on what it is you want to look for. Uh, maybe talk to a realtor. Um, You know, get some, you know what I'm saying? And And then
0: be ready when it comes time.
1: There's local investment clubs that you can just go be a part of. And you just get a crazy amount of ideas Mm -hmm. for different things. So um, my plan right now in my life is one deal a year. And if it's more, it's more, but I'm not going to force it. You just, you can't do that
0: gotta wait for the the right deal the right numbers because again take emotion out of it doesn't make sense
1: you gotta yeah as long as it's not an emotional thing you can be excited about it but it's it's like you know until until the 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 money's cleared the account like you're you know you you might want to take a good hard look and then be real with your numbers so if you can learn from my mistakes or anybody around you's mistakes those are um those are good educations and good, good way to learn.
0: Absolutely.
1: You know, so um, then hopefully it gives people enough, um, just enough courage to say, you know what, I can do this. Like, Anyone you don't have can to, do You don't it. have to buy a, <clears throat> nothing wrong with those programs. People yeah. are selling, nothing wrong with them. Uh, they fast track some things for sure. But, um, but you don't have to do that. To, yeah. to pull something like this off, and so I told people like just start by looking around your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Go walk the doggy and and see if you see something, you know. And then, then you know, what do I do? I I go to public records. I look and see who owns the property. I look and see how much they bought it for. What mm-hmm. you know? I just start piecing it together. I look to see if it's ever been on the MLS. And you can get pictures inside of anything that you know what I'm saying. Like yeah.
0: There's clues. You just gotta start.
1: There's looking clues. That's a asking. great way to put it. There's clues and then you can you start figuring it out from there. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with knocking on doors. Not just, everybody just likes be
0: that. cautious. <laughs> yeah. I, you don't want to knock on my door.
1: <laughs> it's a lot more dangerous now than it was fifteen years ago, that's for sure. So that's probably yeah. not recommended, but um, I'm just telling you what I did. So <laughs> that's the way it went.
0: And it worked for
1: you. It worked for me. Um, it wouldn't work for me now. As a as a maybe a 27 year old. You know, what is it? uh, Invincible? (laughs) Like, I don't know that I would do that now. So and I I wouldn't want my kids to do it. So that's a fair, fair. Yeah. But there's ways to there's ways to find out what's going on.
0: My wife says it's creepy.
1: My wife thinks it's creepy that you can see Mm -hmm. all this information on on I said, "Wow, well, it's
0: we it's, post our whole lives on it's social public media anyway. Like, what do you, yeah, so what do, you, what, do
1: you, what do you what do you? It's public records. It's it's what it is. So yeah, um, so that's uh, but no, I'd be excited to see um, uh, if anybody ever wanted to discuss uh, an opportunity that came up, I'd I'd love to discuss well, it and talk to them about it. So
0: that's um, a great thing. Tell everyone where they can find you. So
1: you can email me at um, uh, it, it's Jacob Webb, W E B B. So it's J Webb." at level10title.com, it's the number 10. So level 10 titlecom or my office, 561-899-0996.
0: And I'm Leah, as always, you guys can find me on all the different platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Lending with Leah. Feel free to reach out to me, oh, thank you
1: she got an applause
0: <laughs> and feel free to reach out to me on my gmail as well lending with leah at gmail.com i'd love to hear what you guys think about the show if there's specific topics you want to learn more about let me know because we can put those together for you i hope you all have a wonderful day and a great week and we'll see you next time <laughs>